someone asked me about my creative process, which could mean several things, since I work with artists on many different levels. So I will break it down into, well, I'm not going to say how many categories, but I'll try to break it down into categories. If I'm working with an artist that I'm just making beats for, say, as in the modern definition of beats, or producing, I should say, uh, I will obviously get to know the artist. Always get to know the artist, the creative. The thing is, people make beats. They just make beats. It's like, what? I, I like to make beats for that artist. When people contact me now and they say, you know, do you have beats? on your hard drive. No, I do not have beats on my hard drive. I used to do that, but nowadays I rather cater each beat or instrumental or whatever you want to call it, a track, you know. Um, I just think it, it, it's a little weird. I mean, I still make stuff just randomly and it'll sit around and maybe somebody will want to hear it, but I don't just stockpile beats. I like to make tracks for a purpose, which allows me, that that to me is more inspiring than just making things. If I know where it's going to go or who it's for, then there's some vision, some purpose behind it. So, say an artist comes to me, say they're a, a rap artist, and they say, well, you know, I want, I, I'm looking for beats, here's my style. I'll go do my research. Always, by the way, producers, do some research. Please do your research. Listen to what the artist has done. Listen to what they do. See if you even want to be involved with that artist. You may not want to. Um, you have that right to say yes or no. Um, if, you know, there's artists that I've passed on and never anything personal. Just, I may be like, no, nah, I don't really get it. Or maybe they just sound too much like everyone else. And you, you will find those artists that inspire you, and you say, oh, I really like this person, okay. And you say, well, what are you doing now? What do you like to talk about? What do you want to say? What's the vibe? And you, you really gotta, you really, it's, I think it's good to befriend the people that you work with, because you really get to know them, and everything becomes a little more connected. You know that person, and you know how they think, and you know what inspires them, and what uh, pisses them off, you know, like, what kind of music they vibe to, because you may, and you may never know, you might talk to a artist and they may like a kind of music that you like, that you didn't think anybody else liked, you'd be like, oh, we should add elements of, like if I, if I worked with a rapper and they're like, you know, I really like folk music, I don't really want to tell people that, but I do, I'd be like, yo, okay, wait, so let's like get some like folk artists and like, then do a hook and then make a beat and like just throw people off because you fuck with that and I fuck with that, that would be crazy. Like, okay, cool. Um, so that can be inspiring. Get, getting to know an artist can be inspiring because then you're kind of in it together. You're in, you're in it. You're kind of a team. And <clears throat> I will come up with ideas. A lot of times I, I always say that being a producer is knowing your weaknesses. That's just good being, that's just a good quality as a human being. Know your weaknesses. I know what I'm not good at, so I don't waste time um, in certain areas. And a lot of times I like to collaborate with musicians. I'm I'm not that possessive. If 
I can work with somebody that can, you know, just hammer out ideas. I can run with ideas. Um, that's my strength. I can run with ideas. Coming up with ideas from scratch, not so much. I've had my fair share of brilliant moments, of beats I've come up with. And even when I was younger, I was super creative. And I think the older I get, I think I'm a little more picky about quality and I like collaborating more. And, you know, because... And you never know what ideas are going to hit and what ideas aren't. So, be creative as much as you feel like being creative, coming up with ideas. It doesn't hurt to stockpile ideas you may come back to, but don't overthink ideas. I've worked with artists. I'll give you two different examples, and I won't name the artist because um, I guess it's not, it's not necessary. But I've worked with artists that produce their own music. And I've seen people take a year to make a beat. A year. And it never was quite right to much. Oh, it's just this thing, this thing. I'm like, if you just let somebody else take the wheel and make this a thing, you, you have something dope. But they overcomplicated it. And then it just, I think, ruins the song. On the other hand, I've had songs. I had a four-bar loop once. And an artist heard it, I think, on accident. And he was like, let me, let me write to that. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. And he did, and the shit ends up in a movie. And not only that, but it was on the commercial for the movie. It was like 12, 13 years ago. And I was like, it's like, it was the, the, the weird, like, I would have never thought, like, so you never know what ideas you're gonna have. So, creative process-wise, you wanna get, like, super specific. Creative process-wise, if I'm collaborating with someone, well, now we use Ableton, but in the beginning, I used Pro Tools for everything, pre-production, uh, you know, beat making, whatever, um, recording, editing, mixing. Then I started using Logic. I liked the MIDI workflow in Logic a lot better. It was easier when I was traveling a lot. Then that's have an interface, and all my VSTs would work in Logic. I thought Logic sounded better. So I'd make all my pre-production stuff in Logic, and then export the stems, put in Pro Tools, edit, mix, you know, all that stuff. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Patrick, got me into Ableton about eight months ago, um, sold on it. Uh, I think it's a really a blend of Pro Tools and uh, Logic kind of put together. I still do pre-production in Ableton, and export it to Pro Tools uh, for mixing and, and all that. So here's a process. I'll take you through a process for a song that I recently worked on for KVZO. Is, um, we'll take the song Garden, for example. It's his single that we put out a couple months ago. Um, another producer, uh, Jimmy Smaj, had this idea, and it was basically a eight-bar loop or... 16-bar loop, and Vizo sent it to me. Um, I manage Vizo and also um, producing his new record. And he hits me with this idea. And I was like, he's got uh, Dante Clay on the hook singing. And I was like, man, this has such a cool summer vibe. Like, this is so cool. But the beat was meh. And it sounded like, you know, if I would have sent out a 16-bar loop. Uh, you know, we'll, we do it all the time. And let the artist get a vibe for it, send it back. Then you tweak it and just back and forth till you have something. So I said, man, okay, let me take this. Let me take this and run with it. 
everybody was cool with it. So I took the sections I liked, took out the things I didn't like, I replaced the drums. I talked to Patrick and I said, I need your uh, bass and guitar skills and whatever skills you have to throw down on this. I threw drums on it, like I said. Uh, Visa recut his vocals, Dante recut his vocals, and we had this like super insane song. So this was, you know, um, a little bit of back and forth, but uh, it, it, you know, as a producer, the job is to get <clears throat> the best quality at the end. It's QC. You're basically quality control as a producer. And did I make all the elements in the beat? Nope. But this is a team kind of game. Um, and, you know, you can't, I don't know, I, I just don't, I feel like if you have the right people in place, everything goes smoothly and it sounds great. Um, you know, and even with that song, you know, I, I did the pre-production, everything got put together in Ableton, I exported everything to Pro Tools, uh, Vizo and Dante cut vocals at Vizo Studio, they sent the tracks to me, shout out to Leap, the engineer. And then um, we put it all together. Um, I did all the edits. Um, we sent it to uh, Preston Reed, who mixed it, and then a Signal Touch, who mastered it. So look at that. shout out to everybody. Uh, see how I plugged this song in a video? So that's the, like I said, the creative process can take so many forms, and it just depends on who you're working with. Some people I, you know, sat in an apartment with for ten days and wrote an EP from top to bottom. Five songs, um, written, produced, recorded, mixed. Well, not totally mixed, but <laughs> produced, recorded, and edited in about ten days. Five songs. And that's just from hanging out with someone. You spend all day with people. Like I said, it's good to get to know people. I know, obviously, it's kind of rough in these times. But you can still, you know, video chat with people. You can FaceTime with people. You can... You know, just have these conversations. Get to know people. Go have dinner, but sit 10 feet apart. I don't know. But get to know people. Know what they're doing. Know what they're like. What's going on in their life. And then the record is much better. Um, so, and as far as inspiration, you know, um, musically or whatever, I, I pay attention a lot of times to keys and tempo. And I don't mean just piano keys. I mean literal keys is, you know, does this artist like things that are dark? Should we go with A, you know, or, I don't know, E minor on this song? Or, or like, is this like an upbeat, like an optimistic kind of thing? Are we going major key on this? Um, and, you know, what's the tempo? Is it, are we talking like a double time, you know, the trap thing where it's, it does say 150 on the BPM, but it's really 75 double timed? Or are we doing some, you know, maybe a little more throwback hip-hop and we're 90 to 95 BPM, things like that. Are we doing an upbeat dance song? Is this a, at 110, 120? I don't know, you know. So listen to songs that kind of have the vibe that you're looking for. And, you know, a lot of times if... So if someone said to me, I, well, I'm talking to an artist, I'd say, who do you really like? And they say, I like Kendrick Lamar. I go, okay. I'll go do my research. I'll listen to a bunch of Kendrick Lamar. What are the tempos? What are the vibes? What kind of, what does he sound like sonically? Is it dark? Is it light? Is it, 
um, abrasive? Is it smooth? Is it vibey? You know what I mean? It's like if I listen to The Weeknd, like, that's a whole different vibe, you know, than some other things. Oh, there's a lot of reverb, there's a lot of effects, you know, um, so there's so many elements you can look at, uh, and, and the creative process follows all the way through from the beginning of the ideas to the mix, or to the editing, to the cutting of vocals, getting a quality vocal, all the way to the mix. There's creative elements all the way to the end. People think, you know, especially if it's just hip-hop, you make a beat, somebody raps over, you're done. You're not done. You're nowhere near done. You get a vocal back, you should sit with the beat. Now you have the vocal. Now tweak the beat. Do some edits under that vocal. Put some effects in it. Do some cool shit with it. Um, don't do too much. <laughs> this, you know, then it'll just, just be a whole track of effects. Um, but be creative with it as, as much as you can without losing the message that's in it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the... I say all this to say there's no right or wrong way to do it. There's just the way you do it, you know. Um, but, and you can't force creativity. If, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. You will have times of inspiration and times of desperation. Let's try to come up with a sound bite. I'm kidding. Well, maybe I was. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, to each his own. Everybody's got different ideas on how creativity comes into play um, and how the process goes. By the way, don't don't think, don't look to other people to see how you create. Figure out how you create. There's people that create early in the morning. Because I know when I was young, I was like, oh, you got to be in the studio all night. That's what you got to do. That's the key. Go to the studio at, like, midnight. You start at midnight. And you get out, like, when the sun's coming up. That's the key. And then when I start working in studios, I was like, nah, I'm a daytime person. Like, I've done my share of late night sessions. I just remember one time working with a new client, and I was like, what time are they coming in? They're like, um, probably 12. I was like, oh, noon, good. They're like, no, 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 no. They're coming in at midnight. Like, we're starting at midnight. Like, yeah. I was like, ah. It's about four. I'm trying not to fall asleep. Um, you know. But anyway, just be you, you know. That's the creative part. Be, be you. And you're not going to create like anyone else. So just don't think that. Think, oh, I got to do it like they did. No. And people ask, what do you use to make? No. You Figure out what works for you. It's your creative process. Do we do it like everyone else? And you're just going to sound like everyone else. Talk about that.